watch? Because that's what time it is. All right, this is uh, Road War Outlaw with another attempted episode. We're going to try to do a, a three-some at this with the podcaster. And uh, yeah, <laughs> everyone will do to introduce themselves. I was like, hmm. <laughs> where could we go with that? Well, I'm Eric. No. I'm Kevin. Kevin, you've heard before, previous couple times before. And uh, so tomorrow we're going to all go up there, or at least some of us are going to go up there. Me and you specifically, I'm not sure. Eric's not, Eric's not going to go, but there's going to be about there's going to be about a dozen people from the Springs heading to Denver for the Grand Prix or for the Front Tour Qualifier tomorrow. All run in block. I'm going to be running the elementals because I ditched my command deck. In the end, I thought that the command deck just doesn't cut it, and I was tired of the 90% loss rate to fairies. <laughs> no. <laughs> Agreed. Kevin is uh, uh, working on the deck, and the deck is. Uh, if you can't beat them, join them. So I, I guess I'm playing fairies now. Join them means like, well, if you look at the results of the last month, <laughs> we All have one? roughly five total PTQs worldwide, not won by fairies. Uh oh. Of those, out of the twenty or thirty that did take place, of those, two of those were won by Dorn, one by Merfolk, and. I believe two by Elements. No, one by Elementals and one by Mono Green. Uh, right, what they call Optimus Prime, the uh, dramatic entrance. <laughs> right. <laughs> Still no Joyridex, though. I'm working on it. Where's my block? Well, you're going to come to the modern age. I could. <laughs> I don't have enough money for that. Still playing with the Glock Spinning. It's still fun, though. I'm not arguing that. I mean, I've been having fun with this Friday Night Magic the last few weeks, you know, trying to go infinite turns. Right. Does everyone enjoy playing against that? <laughs> I find it funny. I'm not Losing. Horribly. But fun is the only thing that matters. Why we all start. It's important. you got to keep back your roots. So, uh, why did you want to choose fairies? Honestly, I don't know. I played Marco for the two GPTs that I went to at, at Black Gold and at the pre-release. And I had some ideas for changes for it. I played them in a total of three games and then said, screw it, and picked up fairies on Tuesday. I think it was on Tuesday I decided to make the switch. But I really don't have really a reason for it, other than the fact that I've played it before and I mostly know what I'm doing. But never before have I actually played the best deck in the format to anything, for any big tournament. Any particular reason why you didn't have it? I just didn't care. I'd rather just play whatever I actually wanted to play. That's what a lot of people do. That's what a lot of people do, especially in Denver. That's why Denver's also more aggro than the average field. Those people are just too, right. too set to play in their quote bad decks. Which also brings up points like, well, everybody knows that fairies are so dominant. Then why did we just have a 46-person GPT last week that only had five fairy decks in it? That all made top eight, regardless how good or bad the player was. <laughs> I can vouch for that. Round one. Anyway... But, uh, I mean, if five people play it and five people make it, that's pretty uh, suggestive. So, good odds. Yeah, it's more 100%. Do you have a spirit Okay, so we randomly get interrupted. <laughs> so, Eric, why don't you give us some background to you? Uh, I grew up in Ohio playing Fallen Empires and Up. That's where I started, and, uh, I've never been really good, but it's always been fun. Yeah, that's important. Gotta enjoy the game. Yes. That's why I'll come out with some of the unplayable stuff occasionally. Right. And still make noise in these tournaments here at the Friday Night Magic. Like tonight. <laughs> tonight and forevermore. <laughs> we need to start having some type 1 tournaments. 
Uh, seriously consider holding random tournaments like that since I'm going to be the CEO now. So I will take a vote probably in the next couple of weeks to see how many people are interested in doing random tournaments like that, and we'll get some. Right, so we were talking about the state of block constructed. Which is a piece of crap. And then we shifted right into your background. My background still? No. Still on that? I thought we were done with that. Not backgrounds, not Think about it. Random topic of magic. These stupid travel decks that they came back with. You don't like travel? I liked it when Onslaught was out. Well, it's potentially better than it was then, though. I didn't play it in Onslaught. It's better hashed out, too, is an idea. I know I was really upset with Well Witcher, but Onslaught came out. I love Well Witcher. Well Witcher's awesome. Not fun, though. Well, there's a lot of people think it is. I tell you that. I'm sure. It was one of the most popular tribal cards of Onslaught. Amen. Whereas the opposite was true of. Goblin Power Because the card isn't fun. It's I win. <laughs> it kind of is. Yet, nevertheless, good and still worth $12 a piece. And we'll be in extended for another year. Extended. Shame on them. You're not happy to fetch that still around. I would say it's a solid sacrifice. Yes. I can live with losing the Asian blocks. Keep the sack lands. <laughs> I mean, we lose. Uh, well, Storm Combo slows down. Yeah. At least a turn or two. And we lose solitary confinement and chant and vindicate. That's about it. But you know what? That's okay. That's worth That's it. That's why we want to win the PTQ tomorrow so we can go play the extended format in Berlin. The, the current extended format, I won't let you play that. No, it is. Check it. So. Check it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I mean, because it's to it's shape the new extended format. Right, right. Because now you can play the cards legal, or legally now the day that they're in the store for sale. Shards of Lara will be able to extend it. Yeah. So we're going to lose Invasion Block, we're going to lose 7th Edition, we're going to lose Counterspell, we're going to lose Duress, we're going to lose Force Spike. And Therapy. And Therapy. And Psychotog. And Grip Lavamancer. Some portions of the Cycling deck. Ready Wishes. Honey Wishes. Meh. What are you talking about? We'll be okay. Devastating Dreams? Oh no, we lose Terraboy too. Yes? It's okay, because Crusher replaces him with already ball out there. Except for Trample. Except for Trample, he doesn't get big in size. Has no evasion. Yes. I wrote. Well, not wrote. I made a pre release podcast regarding the, the effect of us losing the large scale pre releases. I did. And I sent an email and voicemail to Tom at NTG News Monday Night Magic to he seems to think he can rally the troops and get them to bring you back that was the guy who was talking about the mops that guy back there yes bigger guy with hair that's what I said he's he's always believing they'll bring back real moxes he's always believing they're going to bring back power cards because he thinks it would because he wants to make money in magic that's his primary focus in life he just tries to make money on it. So. It's not bad, though. Yeah. Unless it's real, I wouldn't worry about what he says. Yeah, no, I taught him some tricks about that. Then he took it to another level. <laughs> Completely new level. To each their own. At this point, I don't care to try to make money on the game. I don't make a living on this game. I don't make enough money to. If I had a better job than paid 30 plus K a year, I'd still play. I do. I don't. I make 70 plus K a year. Good for you. Would you also have to Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Point taken. Yeah, today she decided to demand more money for 
two weeks later? Huh? Two weeks interval? Last time? Somewhere, yeah. Well, anyways, that's another day. Yes. That's not a topic for today. <laughs> not a magically in a topic. All right, so we get inter- interrupted again, arbitrarily. That's that's the one downside of having you recording on the site of a tournament. Right. Is you can have people randomly come up and talk to you. With 15 people still left playing, and top eight still going. And the podcast is with the person that's running the whole tournament. That's who it is. Well, you're going to be RTO here very soon, though. <laughs> which means you're not, which means I can know you'll be here. As he rolls his eyes. <laughs> I guess. You like it, you know it. But even I'm going to need a break every once in a while. I'm not actually doing it daily. Oh, right. I'd like to maintain that I still, in fact, do heavy life occasionally. Yes. When magic is not a priority. Like all of this week. Well, that's because of the... All right. And yes, I'm making it a point to have the tournaments, the practice at my house, still the Grand Prix. Because yeah. after the Grand Prix, everybody's going to burn out. Everybody. No doubt, because we have PTQ, uh, GPT, PTQ, Grand Prix. GP. <laughs> back to back to back, and not a break. And we've already had four GPTs and a PTQ in the past month and a half. Hooray for living in Colorado. This year. This year. See, I don't have any of that in Ohio. No. Well, not, not a block. You had a, uh, a Legacy Grand Prix two years ago. What part of Ohio? Two years ago. Dayton. How far is that from Columbus? About an hour plus yeah. hour, 15 minutes maybe. Okay. There was a Legacy Grand Prix in like Columbus. Okay. You're not that far away from the big, big events because you get... Uh, if you cared enough... If I, if I cared enough There are all kinds all of giant far. tournaments up and down the East Coast. Yeah? Yeah, so I could just drive my happy ass much, to much closer New York. What is the regional TO's name out there? It starts with a G. last name is a G. Did we go to a big tournament? No. This is probably the biggest tournament. Guptal. Mike Guptal. That guy. He used to run some of the largest ones out there. Like the largest ones. Like 800 person regions. It's really big. Yeah. Well, that's because they didn't have as many right there. Oh, sure. Bit less than half what we have now for regions. Right. So, alcohol is more important than magic in Ohio. I've never been to Ohio. I don't know my mother was. And football. Yes. Ohio football. State. Oh, right. God. Right. Ohio State and Michigan? Yes. Go Blue. The Michigan? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Good. So, I guess. Now we got friends on the top, yes? <laughs> I'm, I'm all, yeah, I, I support the Wolverines. So. There he is. I don't like football. I'm with this guy. I used to watch every once in a while, but you know. I like the Wolverines because I hate Ohio that much. Wow. Exactly. I hate them enough to... Like the rival team and yeah. get exposed like, in my car because I drive around. Right, like people who live in this state who have Raiders stickers everywhere. Because they like to piss off Broncos fans. They're damn good at it. So there you go. You'd be like, I hate you all. Mm, Raiders are awesome. Who are the Raiders again? I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> the point is, you hate them. And people, all find, and people find out I'm a Lions fan and they feel pity. Because the Lions suck. The Lions have never not sucked. <laughs> More From my knowledge, they've sucked for the past 10 to 15 years. All right. Their best record they've had is a nine and seven record in the last forty some years. They've made, they've won one playoff game in over fifty years. I'm sorry, that's downright mediocrity. Bengals haven't had a team since the eighties. Yeah, the Bengals. They've had playoff a few times. They had years ago. Yeah, until they got taken out right in the beginning of the playoffs. Yeah, Lions Steelers. 
They're arguably better than the arguably they better probably than would have won the Super Bowl that year. If it weren't for the better team. No, if it weren't for them specifically saying, let's take out the quarterback. Good. <laughs> You're the, asking me. That's what the Steelers did. They said, hey, let's take out the yeah. quarterback. Well, they, we'll they injured, they injured uh, Palmer. Uh, Palmer, yeah. On purpose? Well, yes. not really. Yes. <laughs> because you like yes. that. No. I, I just happened to walk into the sports bar and watch it right when that happens, and that was completely deliberate. But this has nothing to do it's with magic. Arguably deliberate, yes. But it's tangible. It's tangible. They won the Super Bowl that year because of that. Because of that Steelers. many other things. The Steelers did. Right. It, it was one of those things that did benefit them. No one say they won the Super Bowl because of it. It helped them get there. How about that? It did help them get there. Deliberate or not, still helpful. And that was Super Bowl in held in Detroit, in the freezing cold downtown Detroit. So I was like, I mean, the stadium that holds really fast. Yeah, it was also brand new stadium too. That's why they got Super Bowl because the owner put the owner spent the, whatever half a billion dollars to build the stadium downtown Detroit, but he can't, but he can't seem to, to find the knowledge to hire some guy who can run a freaking team. <laughs> but new stadiums are sexy. You can't go wrong with new stadiums. Yeah, but he pays it out of his own cash. Yeah. You know, How do you keep making money? He doesn't. He doesn't use it to make money. He owns uh, Domino's. That's a damn good way to spend money. Never <laughs> buy a football team. Why not? He owns Domino's. He owns. He owns Domino's. He owns uh, um, Detroit Red Wings and, and Detroit Lions. So he owns a pizza chain that sucks, a hockey team that sucks, and a football team that sucks. Arguably the, the most famous hockey team in professional sports, but... Yeah. No, I'm watching hockey. I'm making it up. Hockey. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about football. Really? Uh, from Magic yeah. to uh, football to what are we talking about? To the guy that owns Domino's. Yeah. From football, yeah. Join us. Yeah, full to see. What else can you do? You're going to wait on Brock. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Come join us. <laughs> Why do you even think about this? We're finally back on magic and they're way over there. But that does give, give us an interesting topic. How many lands do you have to have in your deck before you would consider keeping one land draws? Like 30. Or, or everybody caught What would your casting costs have to be to consider keeping one land draws? In, Mer- in Merfolk with 23 land and 4 ponder and like 2 stops at 4. I can keep one that hand if I have to. I can't pull one red deck. Well, your curve stops at three. Ish. No, I have plus Demigod. Demigod. I only need one more land to cast pretty much everything in my hand. So right. It wasn't that hard. Yeah, because Merfolk has eight things that cost one, a lot of things that cost two, and like. I don't think 23 lands cut this. Surprisingly. Well, with the three men rest. I don't know, I can't think of Four ponders, four silver add-ups, four safety dowsings, and four commands. All draw cards. I still would keep one of my draws that that day. If you had a, a one drop and a ponder. It also depends if you're on the draw or on the play in that case. I think you'd want to be on the draw. Well, probably. But even on the play, it may not be the best, but you I don't know if I would want to take that chance on the play. 
Maybe. Alright, so alright, so I'm really considering taking This is Ashby. Ashby now joining us. He's gonna be playing what are you playing tomorrow? I'm playing EFG, which is a mix between Ellis Fairy and Goblin. Basically it's pack as much removal and good creatures in the deck as you can. Elf fairy and goblin. Because I couldn't figure out any other super cool name. Um but basically yeah, it's free pepper smoke, because pepper smoke is stupid. It's really good again. You just all right. Anyways, um, all right. So I'm gonna have to edit that out now. All right. It's um again packing as much removal as I can into a deck while still maintaining a good creatures. Um, Fulminator mages. Fulminator mages versus Fairy is perfect. I always find myself boarding in Fulminator mage against every, basically in every single matchup because it just hits everything. A lot of decks right now are, are really going on their non-basic lanes. So they're like, would a Bastion go? Then they're like, Reflecting Pool, go. If I go Fulminator mage, blow your Bastion. Since it doesn't really report... Can you pause that for a second? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, back to this. Back to uh, the deck. The Elf Fairy Goblins. Yes. Alright. Back to the topic at hand. Um, <laughs> so you're going to play this homebrew concoction. Indeed, I am. Because actually, in testing, um, Kevin told me that I needed to be two decks fairies and kitkin. So I thought okay. just I'll agree deck. with fairies. I'll not agree with kitkin. So kitkin is not a deck to be two Kiskin is now considered a tier 3 deck. So what are the top two decks to beat then? Fairies is the number one deck. Okay. And if you want to argue they're the second best deck, the next three best decks are Elementals, Command Control, and Kiskin. Now, the problem is, is Fairies is so good that it has... Uh, washed all innovation pretty much out of the format or have stopped other decks from being capable of innovating and keeping up because it's too good. It's just literally too good to the problem. So, what I found... So your deck is a bunch of aggro and removal. Removal with better blossoms and thoughts. Yeah. Because... A bunch of good, decent creatures, no doubt. Yeah, it's Freak Maw, Mini Colossus, Rhino Vanquisher, and right now the debate is between Fulminated Mage Main or Imperius Perfect Main. Um, the current build... Is four Thoughtsies, four Tar Fire, three Pepper Smokes, four Inversion, three Fire Spout, and those are the creatures. Well, those are the spells, and then the creatures are four Endless Vanquisher, uh, currently four Perfects, two Wart, four Community Colossus, and three Shriek Mob. Um, basically, the whole point is just to make my creatures better than theirs, which turns you drop, nothing beats for Endless Vanquisher. Um, if you can get it in play. If it resolves, true. No, I mean. If you can get it to play, because there's not that many elves in this deck. That's true. Um, I'm running light on elves at only uh, currently four family colossus, four nervous inversions, and perfect is my other one. No, I'm going to say the majority of the time I have either colossus or inversion in hand. I don't think I've ever had to reveal a perfect for a vanquisher, or another. Van- I've had another vanquisher in hand. Um, now I don't want. I totally don't want to screw the math up on it, but. 12, 12 elves to reveal one elf seems oh, pretty good. Um, as far as testing goes, if I can, if I get a bitter blossom, fairies has a hell of a time beating me. Um, if they get a bitter blossom, if they don't see a turn two bitter blossom, they lose because all of their their guys die either pepper smoke or tar fire, and they can't stick 
um, um, they, if they can't stick a misplant click, they, they can't stay a play and it loses. So the whole goal is for, the, is for me not to let them have creatures and make sure they die. Because um, if they try to play it and I kill a guy, then nothing happens and I win. Oh, that's good. Um, so, but what I found though is in testing, uh, or actually in playing at the, at the GPT at the pre-release, is every single game I've ordered for Major Mage in, even against you, with command control because hurting you your, your tempo is you, important. You should be able to, you should side that in against any command control deck, or because like, any deck that de- that will depend on Vivids to cast spells, you bring it in. Mm-hmm. But but is it worthy of main board though? Because well. a lot of the decks. Again, are running non-basic lands, and if you kill them, you can really hurt their mana base. Yes. And hurting their mana base gives me the time I need to totally destroy them. Tomorrow, I am playing with four full mana green deck. I also have makeshift, so I can go nuts with with reanimation. I, <laughs> I wouldn't want to go to four bitter blossom. <laughs> it is good on turn two, but late game, it's t- a terrible, terrible content. Either I want to see it, I w- either want to see it in my opening hand, or I don't want to see it. Especially if you're playing against fairies, you're like, you're both going late game. Not really. I know you have you believe the pop pressures here. Uh, the reason I can't have pop pressures is because uh, I don't see enough green mana. I don't see four green mana in the game to kill uh, to use. I mean, my my mana base right now is two pilot tickets, four get leaf pallets, four anti hobble, two mutavolts, three swamps, three forests, two mountains, and two reflecting pools. Okay. I have not had. A, I've had maybe one or two problems with mana. In a game here and there. Otherwise, yeah, it's, right it's really good at getting the right colors. It just—it seems like what you're trying to do is what fairies does, but it's already a doom build. Does that make sense? I mean, not fairies, but elementals. Do. What are elementals are already trying to do? Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say that that's not what they try to do, but I'm just going down a different path for it. All right. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I imagine because you got fire spouts, you got targeted removal. You should be good at Kefkin. You just never let them use their heights, and you can you can basically one for one them out of the to game. the point out of the game, and then you'll eventually sweep it up, and then you'll have something just bigger that they can't deal with. Exactly, which is in the form of Colossus or War Pogganti recurring my removal. Yes. Well, I understand. Yeah, I expect that to be the case. Um, and as far as fairies goes, if, if they stick a bitter blossom, it's going to be tougher. If they don't get a turn to bitter blossom, it, every turn they don't get a bitter blossom goes heavy, heavily into my favor because they have to counter everything. Do they drop vanquisher first, and they try? They have they counter. Then I drop perfect. They counter because I can make dudes and that are bigger than theirs. Yes. They can't do, deal with that. I would cut. I would cut perfect. Um, I'd just make sure if I were you. No, no way. No, no, no. I don't know. There's no help. Yeah, it's my only answer against against green white, which is apparently up and down. I'm seeing a lot more. Not even just in our. If I could beat command control, if, if I could beat fairies with my command deck, I'll be all about taking it because I will smash green white till there's no tomorrow. So if, if that's the case, if that's still gonna be the case, it's, you know, it was picking up in popularity, sure, but. That's because Denver just plays more aggro than any other place. Yeah. But I'm not sold that it's going to be as big as people think it's going to be. Okay. Um, bring my backpack. But Vanquisher is, is too good as a two-drop. I mean, it's better than any two-drop in the game. And I'm always able to drop a turn two. I think there have been two games out of every single time I've been testing that I have not been able to drop Vanquisher turn two if I wanted to. But if you don't drop a Vanquisher, aren't you dropping a Bitter Blossom? Exactly. One or the other? One or the other, and both of which are very, very. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you didn't look. 
And then there's a binder on Kenneth's card. Okay. That's the main expensive stuff, and all she's kind of looking for the binder. Yeah. Make me an offer. You can't actually have the binder itself because it's a time spiral edition. It's really yeah, awesome. Don't look at it. <laughs> You're like, I want it. Almost as soon as I buy it, like some binders and the backpack boxes, I just like stack them in my closet. All right. So anyway, so they, there's too many stuff that they have to counter or kill, and then by that time I drop a Colossus and they're out of answers. Yes. That's the idea. And then that's the idea, and then testing that's what's happened. Well, um, these fairies is if you can put them on their back foot the whole game. Yeah. Unfortunately, and Command Deck never could. Elemental Deck does. This deck can't. This deck can. Yeah. And it usually does. Um, I usually beat fairies 2 to 1. And in my board, I bring in Spring Cleanings and um, Guttural Responses. And that totally hoses their Bitter Blossom plan and any of the Cryptic plans. Okay. And they just they can't do anything. Right now the board is four Fulminator Mage, three Spring Cleanings, two Fairy Macabre, three Eyeblight Sending, and three Cutter Responses. Um, Eyeblight Sending is for bigger decks like Command Control where the win condition is Una. Again, in that game, I needed a top deck of land to kill your Una, and I had a shot at it, but I didn't top deck a land. Yeah. Um, but the deck, is, the deck is efficient at what it does. I mean, it kills creatures... And brings it in with bigger creatures. It almost seems like you'd want to have makeshifts of them. Just for shenanigans. Because shenanigans are good. Shenanigans are good, but they don't really... Not your curve, though. Not by much. Well, I mean, if you look at the curve right now... 1, 1, 1, 2, 2, 2... 3, 3... 4, 4, 5... Yeah. The curve is very good right now. I'm not... Alright. I'm not, I'm not it just seems like it would be a deck we could fit it in. not saying you should. I'm just yeah. saying you could. It is definitely a possibility that I could put it in, but, I mean, main deck thought sees hurts fairies, because if you can pick the Bitter Blossom out and they, they can't get it, right, that, you want to do that. That hurts them horribly. So My own Bitter Blossom hurts them just as bad. Um, main deck fire spouts is almost a requirement these days with all the creature decks that are running around. Um, that's sweet for the format. Yeah. And <laughs> Pepper Smoke is actually surprisingly good against them, because all of their, their creatures, Scion... What? Yeah, I could draw. I could possibly draw a card with either Colossus or even my own Mitter Blossom tokens out there. Um, but it's good against like Spell Stutter and Scion. I can just kill their guy straight out. Yeah. Um, War just seemed like an auto include because I can recur enough stuff. It enough stuff. It, it makes sense. It. I, I, I'm not going to argue the report because you've got stuff you can grab out of there with the form of Colossus and Starfire that'd be pretty pretty useful. Colossus, Starfire, and Inversion. Yeah. I mean, there's too much stuff for me not to re- re- uh, return. Again, perfect has always seemed kind of subpar, though. Like, I need another good elf because I want to be able to have Vanquish return to it. And having, you know, 16 other elves in the deck other than Vanquisher allows me to do that. Um, it just seems like you could simplify your deck stuff, too. But well, how would, I, how would I go about simplifying it? By, by dropping the elves and dealing with a more direct route with the. Goblin and or elemental team. But, but, you know, it's just me thinking. But no, I wouldn't worry about it tomorrow. I mean, it's too late now to try to do things for BGT, really. Well, I mean, not really. Um, I consider myself a decent player. If I were to, I could definitely do stuff to it. But the only thing I like Rens of Vanquisher as, as a two drop because it's better. Again, it's, it's the best two drop in the game, in the format, other than Bitter Blossom. Yes. Yeah, they will. They will remove it, and if they don't, and I drop a perfect, it's even bigger and harder to deal with. Um, 
And a lot of times they'll waste removal early game, and then they start having problems late game with Colossus and my late Rangers. Right. I mean, it gets the job done. It beats fairies. It's not. Actually, one of the rage isn't bad against fairies either. No, because it's the third blue source for perfect. A lot. Yeah, it's very true that it does do that. And also, uh, it hurts Elemental's main deck because Elemental's need their colors. And it hurts Doran because Doran needs colors. Maybe then you could kill Wingless Tiger. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest problem I have with Kipkin is if they actually... I can one for one of the creatures, but Spectral Possession is a problem. That's why you have to, you have to draw a Fire Sprout. I, yeah, and I have to have it. And I've got a lot of stuff to do. Fire the more just to like Kipkin. I would. Probably. If you draw one Fire Sprout, you almost win the game. Yeah, you want, you want the four Fire Sprouts available. It's going to be a three for one almost every time. The only, the only card that hasn't has me not too excited is Barry Macabre. But I mean, I haven't seen a lot of decks that run Mannequin or Grey Rain for The only deck that does is Elemental. You take a Mannequin for Elemental's first four rounds. But Element, but Merfolk, Merfolk board Revelark too. And that's how I lost at the GPT, is they got Revelark going and I lost the card. Uh, yeah. Well, we could also theoretically board Revelark. But it's not the greatest plan. It's there primarily because of Lost Series. Yeah. But with all my removal, they bring it in because they're like, I'm not going to have guys. Right. The other, the other option is like Wheel of Sun or Wheel of Sun and Moon. But I mean, that's that's very targeted towards them. <laughs> only if you plan on seeing yeah, a lot of your Yeah. Yeah, you could actually cast that super thing just to attack. Yeah, it is a 2 2 flyer. I mean, it's got evasion and it's better than one of It's in color. Yeah, and but also, well, I can cast, I can cast wheel too. I mean, I am I mean, really great. I mean, the wheel doesn't cause it's it. Full purpose. But it, but All the right. wheel also or is or can be hit by O rings and stuff. All right, but Plus, if it's good, your the deck is an effect with, with the wheel. Sometimes just doesn't care. It ain't gonna beat this. It okay. doesn't necessarily make that deck loose. They see wheel in play. They can work around it. Yeah. They don't know it's in your hand. They can guess it's in your hand, but they don't know it's there. Yeah. And you, you're better off getting value for that card than you would with wheel. I like yeah. that way better than wheel. Um. How many? How much did you use Ivy Denver on Saturday? Uh, I sideboarded against him, and if I had topic like landed, I could have a shot at the game, but I didn't, because he played Una, and I didn't have an answer. Yeah. Yeah. You're more into this than I am. I'm just sitting here listening. Yeah. Something over that? Yeah, yeah. We'll get Rob more involved in this. Papa's always good with opinions. You know I suck. You don't try to be good. There's a difference. That's true. You just try to collect every card in existence. (laughs) (laughs) Which he has. Close to it. Right there. (laughs) That's a third of it. But, um, I mean, my board seems very, very focused at specific things. I think you're fine. The board is fine. The board looks good. Except the only thing I have is you really problem. think Gunnerville Spout is better than, say, Do you really need three of these? Yeah, it gets rid of O-Rings, too, huh? Yeah, it, it gets rid of O-Rings. It gets rid of um, Shields. I mean, oh, Shields, yeah, that card's in the house. That's fine. Yeah, you want enchantment rule in this format. I know that much. You don't care about artifact rule, but you definitely want enchantment rule. I'm running with my, my game. I don't yeah. see any way you can put the, the fire sprout in. Yeah, I mean, I, looking at it, 
There's nowhere to fit a fourth spot. Uh, or a I would have over a, a third. Uh, what are you going to use this against? Uh, elemental. Oh, All of my removal. What yeah. elemental? Uh, Horde and Notions, Cloud Thresher. Yeah, it's big big elemental. That's my that's my only out versus bigger creatures. No, you have Shrigma. Horde is black. That's true. <coughs> Una's black. Yep. I think you're better off with Firestop there instead of at least one of them. I can see maybe a couple, but that, uh, I think you still want Firestop better. It'll pay off more matches. Well, it depends if you expect a lot of kicking. Well, what, what Otto was saying is Kipian isn't as popular anymore. It's going to die now. But then that's the, that's usually when something happens. Something dies out, you stop playing it, so people stop sideboarding for it, and all of a sudden, boom. Kipian wins because... And what are you going to do against Doran if you run across the Doran deck? Half that deck is, is, is at least there is a... That's why you buy sending. Yeah. Oh. I, well, oh. what? Doran's a Dreadlark. Doran? Is there a Dreadlark in Doran? Yeah. Because it brings back Doran. Because zero oh, power. Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. I like so, uh, that, that's the whole thing why I had less innings there though, because Thorin is not an elf. <laughs> Thorin himself is not an elf, but that deck has a lot of elves in it. That's true. Yeah, but the elves you can kill all your carnival fire conversion. Pepper smoke and a shriek ball. <laughs> Anybody here asked you what it was? Even Firestone. No. A lot of times I'll find myself even against Green White, I'll be doing two for ones in the form of inversion and pepper smoke to kill a leech. But it's always worth it. Well, you have to kill the leech. Leech wrecks me. And if they can't keep the leech on the table, yeah. And a lot of times I'll invoke Shriekball to kill it too, or even hard cash Shriekball late game. And just that looks like the worst matchup. Yeah, I mean, elementals are not. We we are kind of. No, it's kind of. A, they're not. They're not far different. Let's put it that way. Unless you run full air main, that might help. It well, would help you, but in that way. I still say these guys should be main over. I'm not gonna say it's a bad idea. I mean, the other call, the other thing I could do. So I want to be more aggro. I could go with a, a goblin and an aggro theme. It'd make these uh, four four can't block. Oh, Ashenmore Gouger. Yeah, Ashenmore Gouger, and these could be in the three three haze because that gives me bomb three drops. That's a lot of three drops, though. Yeah, the three drops aren't that fast. These are faster than three drops. Yeah, the two drop is definitely. It'd be slowing you back down for me. Ashenmore Gouger's not bad because oh, it survives really a lot of stuff. Are the same? He can't be shrink money. He can't be inversion. Well, he can be O rings, but he, he survives fire sprout. Everything to be over. Not everything. Not everything. I don't know. But I mean, this is. I lost the game. I lost the game. Is that? He's not legal. Not yet, no. So he's not legal. <laughs> he's not. He's therefore. Oh, not, you're he's not a concern yet. Block. Yeah. Uh, hell, last week I lost the game to the stupid uh, meadow mist. Yeah, 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 I heard, I heard that on your yeah, heard about that. 20 turns? Over 20. Oh my god. He did like 25 damage to me in that game with one stupid creature. But he can be destroyed by a Seer Command, can't he? That's the only card in my deck, can cut that card. Yep. That was Except it. for Mutabolt, which you didn't block with. I didn't have any. I didn't have any deck. Really? Someone told me that you had something you could do about it, which you just didn't. I could have crib swapped my own creature to make a zero casting cost token nice. that could have blocked. <laughs> yes, that was what it was. <laughs> but it was there was a point where that came too late because he got pumped up. Take these guys out for Ashmore Gouger. Ram Gang must use faster than Gouger though, and Ram Gang can block really colossal. Yeah, but Gouger survives all the removals that don't well, what creature type is the Ram Gang? Goblin Warrior. Goblin Warrior. What creature type is Ash? Elemental Warrior. Keep it better off with Goblin. Because it's work. Because I can right, Bringing guys the inversion. So, so does everything else. Ashmore Gouger. But he can't block. They're off the top of him. He may die, but he can recover. Sure call. 
He has haste. But in any case. Plus, he has wither for uh, Colossus. Colossus. At that point, you're almost approaching trying to do what um, Machine Williams did with his deck, but not quite. It's considerably more control. It's definitely a lot more aggro. Yeah, it was more aggro. It's Goblin for, for Hobble. It's recurring for Ward. The only other thing is it's perfect, though. I will we'll say uh, that perfect does make green-white a lot easier because I can make tokens to block Oversoul yes. all day long. Yes. And Colossus. Yeah, you have no answer for Oversoul. Yes. They drop Oversoul, it's like, why? Yeah, basically it's just like fairies. They drop Oversoul and they lose. Yep, they get to the play. But you're not going to stop and get to the play. The only thing I can do is toss these away, yeah. which I've done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say I haven't done that. You take it. You have to. Yeah. I don't know, but I mean, perfect is good. But a lot of times I find myself with needing an attacker where I'm like, oh great, I gotta leave her back to make a dude. That you, sucks. You're putting more pressure on. Try it. Can't Try it. Perfect has four less for your bank. Also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where I where I have 16 other creatures now, I'd only have. Or, yeah. Four. Oh, I have 12. I'd only have eight. <laughs> You don't have a lot of creatures in here at all, actually. No, I really don't. It's all removal and efficient creatures. So you're to ride the one-trick pony. Pretty much. Or, you drop them and put them behind me. Yeah, you could drop Because on turn two, maybe you'll be having this more often. Turn two, turn two. Either one. Turn two. Turn two. Drop him and go around game. But you don't worry about having an open hand. Yeah, it's like... these guys. Your elf deck? You still have him to block over soul. You still have the guy from the enclosure. He's pointing to the elves, of course. Yeah, he's pointing to uh, Ren's Away, for sure. Which is definitely not a, a bad idea, because I mean, it still maintains the three power, but you said three drops are too slow. <coughs> not with your removal, though. It may not be, because you're not going to... You'll get there. I mean, you'll get there. The only the only thing is, will the creature be outclassed by the time he gets there? Nah, probably not. So I need a creature that's too powerful for his cost, which Vanquisher most obviously is. <laughs> yeah. And Death Touch is amazing versus Colossus and Oversoul. Yes, it is. That's just key, that alone keeps them back. One sixty-four cards. It's okay. Yeah, that's yep. Whatever. That's probably right. Screw it. Let's just have them. I don't know. How good is Pepper Smoke? Pepper Smoke is, 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 is it that good? Amazing. Is it more of a board card? No, Pepper Smoke is amazing. They more amazing. Because against fairies, pays off. Pepper Smoke definitely pays off. Well, yeah, but like, I mean, it's good against fairies, but like, uh, the last PTQ, five fairy decks. Hey, Dan! Bring fairies over here. Five GPT, the last GPT, well, that's what we had five fairy decks out of five total in the format. 46 players. Five out of, five out of 46. Yeah. So that was also just, that was a GPT. Do you want to make a demonstration of me? No, I want to test it. Okay. I mean, oh, it's possible. I mean, at a, at a PTQ for Berlin, is it going to be more fairy decks there than there would be at a GPT at a Yes. I would, I would Absolutely. By, by magnitude, more. Levels of magnitude. People are going to adhere more strongly to what they think is the average strongest and not experiment unless they're backing up with the hell one. Which I have. <laughs> the thing is good against fairies. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like it's pretty much equally effective against Kitty, and it just says, no, you don't have an army. And so I don't die. Exactly. <laughs> the, o- the only problem this deck has is with the other oddball decks like Elementals and Command Control, and that's why I have to have answers like Elementals 
and that's why I have to have answers. The deck I used for the PTQ on Saturday was three Fire Spouts, two Horde of Notions, four Reblark, four Mold Drifter, four Smoke Braider, two Shriek Maw, two Flame Kin Harbringers, one Newest Mare, four Cloud Thresher, one Crib Swap, four Fulminator Mages, and four Makeshift Mannequins. My land base consisted of one Swamp, one Sunken Ruins, two Firelit Thickets, Four Reflecting Pools, one Mountain, two Vivid Grove, one Vivid Creek, one Mystic Gate, four Vivid Crag, four Primal Beyond, two Graven Cairns, one Vivid Marsh, and one Wooded Bastion. My sideboard was two Mind Shatter, two Puppeteer Click, three Sower of Temptation, one Fire Spout, three Wisp Mare, two Impromptu Raid, two Crib Swap. Very nice sunny day, clear day, sky, blue. 74-ish degrees now. July 19th. PTQ in Denver. Uh, we just got done driving up in the springs. Two cards. Uh, filled with eight people. No, let me take it away. Three cars. Three cars filled with nine people. Four and mine. Paul is going to make us a believer. He's talked me out of the command deck because how bad it is against fairies, which is the number one deck in this format. So I've dumped my control command deck. He's going to make us a believer. He's talked me and Dale. Uh, and him are all going to run the same 75 card. Same exact 75 cards for an elemental deck. Impromptu elementals. Because impromptu raid is pretty nutty against fairies. But we're going to see how that goes. Actually, it was a nice drive up. We had a nice breakfast at Denny's, all like nine of us. Um, came up in the interstate. Don't know how I was the last one to get here, but I was. Because I thought I was the first one to leave. And I thought I drove better than the speed limit, but, you know, so be it. We got about an hour to the tournament starts. Um, because of the original site having been come flooded and damaged and everything else involved in that, they had to change the sites three weeks ago. It is now at Enchanted Grounds, or nearby Enchanted Grounds, really. It's actually across the street in an un-air-conditioned building that is hollowed out right now. It's like a warehouse. It's an unused room. They're just probably renting it for the day. Making use of the best thing we have. But it should be good. Um, hopefully, we'll have 100 players. I hope Fairies is not a huge percentage of the field. But then again, if it is a huge percentage of the field, say 40%, I'm okay with that. So, um, I haven't got as much testing in this deck as I was originally planning, but I don't want to hear Paul Bitch and Moan anymore about me not, quote, listening to him or ignoring what he says because I'm running his exact 75 this time. And uh, we'll get some more people involved here in a little bit. Alright, instead of everyone going over here, they all came over here. There's he going over there, they all came over here. So. Now you have no reason to bitch that I don't listen to you. Because I'm running your exact 75. Huh? That's not for you though. How much do you need? It's fun. Yeah. How much do you need? Thank you.
You can power through, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's also it works against fairies too, because they're like very much tokens. I'm like two two elf tokens. Ha ha. Yes. <laughs> the land of one one. The two two is king. <laughs> Yeah, but the land of untargetables. <laughs> Evasion matters. <laughs> this time I'm not going to screw up on my deck registration sheet. Probably every other time? Like usually every other time. I've had it someone else. Why just type it up on the computer, man? Yeah. It counts all the numbers. You make it look nice. At some point, I'm going to print it out in a spiral mode just to piss off the judges. <laughs> Put a middle finger in the middle, in the middle of it. Like, you know. <laughs> That's basically what you're saying. I need to, I need to talk to Acme because I wanted to make it, make it some icons. Use his watermark for it. So you can print out a deck list with a watermark in the background. With a picture. Yeah. King logo. Smart the broccoli. <laughs> picture of broccoli. Yeah. Smart and broccoli. You can't come up with, you know, that's why I had to get around to getting active in a bit, but it's when you didn't get motivated to do anything. Yeah. Well, I was living in Arizona now, so. Uh, okay. This is when you can't get a hold of the forms. Right. Which it carries on, so. I don't know who else is as good as, or nearly as good as Tim's artwork. Yeah. Yeah, well, here's open. I mean, if the format is what it's supposed to be, I should be okay. Yeah, you'll be fine. He'll be fine. And it is, think of this way. This is like, right, way back when, back in the day. Back in my day. Back in my day. <laughs> we had a place called the Arena, right? Yeah. Which was a great big warehouse. Big garage door opening. Huge empty floor. Cement floor like this. Metal roofing. Cement walls. Echoes a lot. Causes control players to have headaches. Over a long day. <laughs> so people playing fairies are going to fight that problem too. A lot of thinking, a lot of headaches. <laughs> My video plan is simple. Kill creatures. <laughs> Kill that! Die. Oh, there's something in my way. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? What was that? What's it called? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Man, it's gonna get hot. Oh, it's okay. So. Well, good thing I'm not. How many of you control player, but good thing I'm not playing control. <laughs> yeah. At this point, though, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give Paul the benefit of the doubt and play exact 75 so he doesn't bitch at me for not listening to him anymore. <laughs> Yeah, this goes. Me and Dale are do it. And then uh, Grand Prix trial next week in Longmont. PTQ the following week in Salt Lake City. And the PTQ the, or in the GP the following week after that. I may go back to command at some point, but see how this does today. Oh, is this your random concoction? No, no, this is Paul's design. Elemental. Oh, elemental. It's your fun elemental. Yeah, see, prompt you. Impromptu. Impromptu raise. Sneak attack is hot. <laughs> Hope it's going to pay off. Alright, Gavin. We got faith in your deck. We're going to put some copies of that deck and do well with them today. So, more representation. Seems to work. I think uh, overall we'll be doing fine. I'm, I'm looking, feeling good. 
feeling very rested, not as much sleep as I thought I was going to get, only because I couldn't fall asleep, not that I didn't have the time to, so I just couldn't sleep, it took me a while to fall asleep in bed last night, so I didn't get as much sleep as I'd like to, but it happens, but I'm feeling good, I just got to play well, Kevin Moynihan's going to run Gavin's list. Maybe one of us this time will come top eight. It's been a while, other than Paul, from anyone in the Springs to be top eight in these events. Last one being, I think, I can think of Brian Samira, who randomly shows up at events like this without any practice and still does well, because he just decides to randomly show up at these events, and he has to go to school late, after, late Friday, so he doesn't bother going to Magic at the store, unless it's draft. Here. Uh, Rob Shamar is not walking up. You feeling good today? Not really. No? I'm not playing fairies. Really? Yeah. I would have tagged you as being either the person playing that or playing a reddish or something. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not doing either. Really? Yeah. Okay. Let's see what happens. You feel good about the deck, though? Uh, I don't have the sideboard cards I want. Okay. So, I'm pretty bad about that, too. <laughs> All right, well, good luck, Dan. Thanks. Yeah, this is going to suck today for Dougie. <laughs> you didn't know that ahead of time? <laughs> All right, Gavin. We got faith in your deck. We're going to put some copies of that deck and do well with them today. So, more representation. Does it work? I think uh, overall we'll be doing fine. I'm, I'm looking, feeling good. Feeling very rested. Not as much sleep as I thought I was going to get, only because I couldn't fall asleep. Not that I didn't have the time to. So, I just couldn't sleep. It took me a while to fall asleep in bed last night, so I didn't get as much sleep as I'd like to, but it happens. But I'm feeling good. I just got to play well. Kevin Moynihan's going to run Gavin list. Maybe one of us this time will be top eight. It's been a while, other than Paul, from anyone in the Springs to be top eight in these events. Last one being, I think, I can think of Brian Samira, who randomly shows up at events like this without any practice and still does well, because he just decides to randomly show up at these events, and he has to go to school late, late Friday, so he doesn't bother going to Magic at the store, unless it's draft. Here. Uh, Rob Shamar is not walking up. You feeling good today? Not really. No? I'm not playing fairies. Really? Yeah. I would have tagged you as being either the person playing that or playing a reddish or something. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not doing either. Really? Yeah. Okay. Let's see what happens. You feel good about the deck, though? Uh, I don't have the sideboard cards I want. Okay. So I'm pretty bad about that, too. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck, Dan. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, this is going to suck today for Dougie. <laughs> You didn't know that ahead of time?
So, Randy, you sticking to, to Gavin's list too, or are you going on your own? I don't know. I changed a little bit. Yeah. I got her fucking pool, put in a cup of smoke, and then run decoration and not a sideboard. I can see an argument for decoration or not. What? It's good. It's better. It's nice. Yeah. So you like 25 then? Yeah. Don't need more than that. Why would you need more? All right. So we're split on that decision then. I'm trying. It didn't do really well last game. We had three on three and seven. Yeah. Still one, but yeah. Really. Alright, so one of the other players from my playtest team is taking Gavin's list and subtracting the land for Pepper Smoke. Other than that, we'll see. Looks like more Magic players are still rolling in. It's, I want to say approaching 9 o'clock now. Registration has started up. People starting to show up and starting to realize this place has no air conditioning. <laughs> I went to a wedding yesterday. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, so I go to a wedding yesterday. That's the only reason I'm up here in Denver. Did you get to pick up any bridesmaids? Um, well, the ratio... All right, so the ratio <laughs> of guys to girls at this wedding was probably three to one. Got three guys to every one girl. Um, on top of that, um, if you want to take out married women, old women, fatties, more like seven to one ratio. And That's no good for a wedding. One, one girl I was flirting a lot, and I decided no, it wasn't. That wasn't something I wanted to get into. So I was religiously drunk at this point. I just began clowning myself. So I just, I just went off and had fun by myself, all, all wasted. I stayed up drinking. So I got at least three hands. No, I got. Yeah. So I'm working on like maybe three, four hours sleep. Hungover. I've never been hungover. <laughs> I'm just going to play what I know and um, set my ambitions low. Alright. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm just going to have fun. Cause, like, really, this, is, like, this weekend is like, the only time I'm going to have fun for at least an hour. Yeah. So. yeah. Last time I showed up at a magic tournament with a hangover, it's because I drank half a bottle of vodka and was a head judge for the pre release the next day. Nice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had no real help. <laughs> Yeah, you'll do fine, I'm sure. You can have a good mood, good, good attitude. Beating. Can be. Leanna? Yeah, it can be. She definitely can be. I don't think I've lost, but she's stuck. She's just disrupting something. I just played stuck like you're supposed to play like 1995. Brian Wise. Okay. No, it is. You can't find it. Disrupting the use after you get us there. That's a shame that they took that out of the tent. I so like that card. I used to put it in so many of my sideboards. Yeah? Yeah. All the time I used to put it in my sideboard. I got about a million one-ups right now, so... Alright. Like, we might use your podcast in a second. 
It's all good. It's all good. You feeling good about your deck, Travis? Uh, as good as I can feel, yeah. I don't know, yeah. Let's see. Hopefully, uh, have a rogue strategy. Yeah, somewhat. I don't know. I've got some uh, some sideboarding plans for fairies and uh, and Matter the rest. It's it's my sideboard is like fairies and then other, you know. Okay. But makes sense. I feel good about it. What today. style? Um, well, I don't know. It's, I mean, I'm playing uh, five color toast, so you know. All right. Yeah. Good enough. Yep. But anyway, we'll see how it goes. This is the 13, 16, or 19 creature variety. Um, between the main and the board, I have like over 20 creatures, I think. Okay. Okay. But yeah, we'll see. Nope. We'll see. Yeah, right. Yeah, I guess for sure. Red is busting out fairies. Another player here busting fairies. The floor gravel. has rock here. Yeah, that's actually new. I didn't see that. that that's yeah, gravel, <laughs> hard gravel. Yeah, big gravel. But there's no air conditioning. No air conditioning. The 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 walls are gonna echo. Trust me, the walls will echo, oh. and people are gonna have headaches. And the judge is gonna hate that fact. Oh. You're gonna want to spend as much time as you can out of the echo. We bust 130 people. Hey, no way. We did it. We did it at the last one, Hollywood. We had over 150. We hit like 157. Not here. It wasn't here. It was at the uh, the store that flooded out, where we were supposed to have this one. I don't remember 120 something. I don't remember 150 something. I was pretty sure we bust 150. It was way more than they expected. We were like 30 more people than they were expecting. Okay. <laughs> I think a lot of people came without knowing that there was an air conditioning. So we're going to have a larger turnout than we could have. Had. But people will drop quicker, too. What's something good and cold? That's our Judge Lane that's coming down from Dakota, trying to become our, their first certified judge in the state of South Dakota. I don't remember his name. I'm going to give his name. Talked to him last week. Gave him some tips and some warnings on what to do, what not to do, who not to piss off. <laughs> been there, done that. Got a t-shirt to prove it. It's like Brandon Stone and his brother Killen's here. All right. Brendan Montoya is here. Yeah, a bunch. Of well, there's uh, three more ferries across the way. Uh, is running command control, and a couple other random green white decks. Yeah, I've seen one green white deck over there. So. There's already people who are trying to wonder if we're going to break the 100 people for this room. Alright, game two. The guy had no cards in hand, ripped a um, mind shatter. Mind shatter Paul's hand, which had three mannequins and a 
some other big spell in his hand. The empty's hand. And then game three, he had no cards in his hand again. And then rips Puffier Click for your two cloud crushers for the win. Wow. Yeah, Puppeteer Click Cloud Crusher is the dream. Yeah. I mean, if you can, if you can cryptic their, their stuff ahead of time, make sure the path is clear. It, was, it literally came down to that guy just got lucky. Yeah. There's no better way to explain that, really. Because Paul had him almost dead to rights at the time that he did those. So, uh, Paul's playing the same deck today? Pretty much. Sweet. You should have a lot of success. I think so. I'm hoping so. In fact, I'm betting money we do. Well, I'm not saying there's actual cash in there. No, you, you I'm can't, putting faith in his. I'm putting faith in his his card choices. Let's put it that way. I'm, I'm, I'm taking his 75 and I'm put some faith in it. <laughs> Six players as is, and we may break that. That's not inconceivable. Gian, one of his roommates, showed up, so starting to wonder if they're going to be playing here too. Now, as a result of all this, with the heat and hustle, he walked in, turned around, and walked out like, man, it's hot. So looks like he's going to be here to try to take the slot in the airline, take it too. We're closing in on 90 players now. Uh, they extended the start time by half an hour because Watsi's website is still advertising the original site where the flooding took place. But now it's going to be 10.30 start time. So we're at least closing in 90 people now. Still 100. Closing in on 100. You guys go to All right. My round one played against Tony to win playing Perry's. Uh, game one. He pretty much has the nuts fairy draw, and I don't draw any any uh, cloud torches or fire spouts, so I end up losing. Game two, twice he tries to miss by me, miss by and click me during my upkeep. Twice I respond with cloud thrashers. Uh, get an impromptu raid in play. Get a third cloud thrasher in play for the win. And game three. I ended up evoking two Cloud Thrashers. I, or no, not evoking. I evoked one Cloud Thrasher. He, uh... Alright, back to what I was saying. In game three, at some point, I get the noon clicks for a Cloud Thrasher, which goes to my graveyard. Not to the bottom of my deck. I don't draw a card either. 
later on I evoke a cloud thresher to sweep his board of any guys. A few turns later, he casts up tier quick for both of my cloud thrusters to kill me. The problem with was is or definitely is that should have been in the bottom of my deck, it shouldn't have been in my graveyard because I signed the slip that I lose the match. However, he who plays with Vendillion Click should know better, so Tony Wynn, N-G-U-Y-E-N, up in Denver, apparently failed to recognize or failed to bother telling me that it was played wrong, even though he knew how it works. So, and I sucked it up because I'm not used to playing with that. I guess I played enough various matches, I should know better. That's my fault. I should have caught that too, but point being. So effectively allowed someone to cheat me out of a, a match because I did that. We're going to see that play against Andrea Sanka, who is a really cheerful player. Pretty lucky, pretty go lucky. Playing Merfolk Milling. Like, all basic lands. All the Merfolk that you can tap mill with, ways untap the old Merfolk to mill. And in the end, Fire Spouts and multiple Freak Maws and multiple Mannequins hold it out for me without too much difficulty. Though she had a few times where she actually read the Mannequin card a couple times. She still had disperses in her hand when she could have killed my important notions and play with the Mannequin counter. And didn't do it. Or failed to bother. So it went nuts with that. Learned a new ruling in the process of everything. Apparently, if you have a Horde of Notions activated, uh, an ability on a creature you bring back, you can choose to have it played by either method, normally or evoke, allowing you to get the bonus effects of the evoke. That didn't make sense at first, but the way that's being ruled, and now the logic makes sense. And that seems really good. <laughs> Yeah, alright. You stuck some in my face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys already know that. I don't like it. It's Yeah, really. <laughs> wow. Okay, so you're here as a question. It wasn't exactly what I was getting at, but. <laughs> so, 3 0 with this shapeshifter deck. With my shapeshifter deck? Why don't you want to call it? EFGD? It's elves, fairies, and goblins. Yes. Can't, they can't pick up an identity. Can't pick up identity. No, it's identity crisis. Midlife crisis. There you go. Building my fairies and getting Yeah, that's pretty much. I built it to beat those two decks. I haven't played any of them yet. <laughs> I played Command Control, which I love Saxon in the wind. I beat Galenda. Um, of course. Yeah. He, he's already quit and gone. He. uh... I had I, I had it going, and then he fire spouted my border way. And then I dropped Colossus. He puts a jump blocker out. I top deck conversion, kill it, bring in the Colossus. He drops Whisper. Has another blocker. I top deck another conversion, kill it, swing it for the win. That's after uh, I was ending a uh, end of turn. Uh, Seems good. Yep. Game two, I actually had to ask the kid after we were done playing two games what he was playing, so I had no idea. I just wrecked him that bad. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> that's when you don't like. Well, I mean, that's when you know that it was an easy match, but yes. And then uh, the oh. last one, I beat Elementals. Okay. That's how you beat Paul, right? Or no? No, I beat some. You beat some other guy. Okay. Beat some dead Paul. We think Paul lost to Frank. Well, I know Frank won, and I know Paul lost. So if they played each other, that's damn funny. <laughs> 
you're trying to do. Yeah. With my own little thing. In game one, he, he caught me off guard with a bunch of multiple tar fires, taking out my my smoke breakers. And game two, I went to uh, game two, I drew three of my um, fulminators and went infinite fulminator with horde. Yeah, that's, that's a mud hole right there. <laughs> and then Dale here, Dale, what do you have to
switched into the very little corner over there. Yeah. So you got like a two foot space in there. You're like, I'm going to do one and this sucks. oversold enchantment making all or making elves indestructible. And she had the green white elf to get flying and vigilance and the green uh some other green elves. Uh I misread the deck because she had do Deus. So I thought at first it was a big creature deck, but no, it turned out to be a bunch of but witch weenies, so I missed cyborded and took out my fire spots, but I lost game one. Miss cyborded one game two and then Game three, uh, I pulled it out at four life when she was at 20 because I was able to clog the board with enough stuff from Reblarks and Mannequin tokens. Started finally getting some mana to go in. Uh, well, a few times I actually mulliganed away three land too because I didn't think the lands would, would make it work. So with the six lands in hand, I won at four life. Matt Delamontu, Delamontu, yeah. Uh, game one was a harsh game that slowly it took me a while to get off some gas. So I didn't really beat him, but the Fulminators kept him in check pretty much the whole game. Uh, match two, Fulminators between us having profanes, mannequins between us hit play eight or nine times. In the process, taking out like six of my land. Really, truly able to recover from that. Eventually, he was able to get down enough basic gas with light two twos and three three guys between his vanquisher and Scarborough and he was playing the Doran deck, the Doran profane deck. That uh, he was able to push through the damage with puppeteer clicks and taking some of my stuff. Uh, I started out my cloud crushers because I didn't want him bringing in puppeteer clicks and just, just auto wiping me. Uh, we had nine minutes left, so we start game three. I keep a hand with three land, a Fulminator Mage, and a Harbringer, and a Mannequin. He has whatever he has. I get him down where he's stuck with just a basic swamp and a basic forest, but he's got a, a, a Vanquisher and an Elite in play bringing it. 
I make a random attack to bring down for two instead of which opens him. Well, I hope he stopped bringing the the two two guy because I had that out there. So I ran a random attack that he just let through, and then just brought him for two more. So he brought me down two more, and I should have allowed. I should have kept my full banner mage back on defense because he had basic lands. Um, but I could never get going very fast. And then eventually, um, I was needing to draw a fire spouse this whole game to sweep this board one time is all I needed. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Eventually, near the end of the match, I'm down to like four life, I, uh, invoke a Revlark, getting back a Moldrifter and the Harbinger. I searched my deck for the creature for the Harbinger, which is a, or not a creature, but a Crypt Swap, and then say go as he shuffles the deck, and I put it on top, and he's like, wait a minute, I gotta draw. And just as he's picking up his top deck, not three seconds difference, literally, between go and draw, him drawing, and the judge is standing right there, yet the judge still gives us both warnings for missed triggers and failure to maintain, to maintain game state, even though we both argued the fact that it was about three seconds difference at most between the time I said go and the time I caught myself missing that draw part of the Moldrifter. And the head judge maintains the appeal after much arguing and commotion. Seems like bullshit. That's what it is. Ever quality judge rulings. But at least we got one person from the Springs who's doing well. Ashby's now 5-0 and with his uh, custom concoction of the red, black, white their red, black, green deck that uh, he talked about last night in the Precursor podcast. He's now 5-0 and with it and was looking to uh, make top 8. So, let's see what happens. I should point out that the last game was ended with him finally drawing his fourth lane into play and profaning me for two to give both his creatures fear so I couldn't block him any longer. That's the first time that game he got the four mana because of my fulminators. That's so lame. So, lame. so I just played Mirror. They came down game one. I grabbed Fulminator uh, with the Harbinger on the on the go. Playing the draw, won the coin flip. Land, thing, thing. Fulminator, take land. Reanimate Fulminator, take land. Fulminator, take land. Eventually get some other stuff in play, start doing attacking. I cast a horde on turn seven and tacked right into a uh, tacked right into something and killed it. Which is kind of disappointing. Then, anyways, eventually just let them roll them with creature advantage and and, and Moldritters to the rescue. So, uh, game two was a complete reversal. He locked me down with Fulminators, and I couldn't get to four mana. And he uh, beat me by attacking me with little dudes. And so, game three came down to I had opening hand, four land. Mannequin, Harbinger, and a Fulminator. Kept it, grabbed a Fulminator off turn one, went down. He kept him with no land the entire game. He did get a Smoke Raider, but his one Smoke Raider wasn't enough to keep him in the game. And I eventually got out Horde, got out, he Crypt Swapped at that, but then uh, I killed everything else he put out there and, and ran him down. So that was good. And Paul did a similar thing to the guy he was playing next to me. Similar style all three games complete domination of him. So uh, so me and Paul are now four and two. 
we both feel like we should have easily been five and one if we if we played better or drew better. Possibly both six and zero, oh, but nonetheless, Ashby went and took his home build. He's now six and zero oh with his home build, and is looking very happy with the uh, what's looking like the top tables since he just put out a uh, Merfolk death into the loss bracket. So let's see uh, how this goes soon. Last round will be coming up soon, and we finally moving into the air conditioning after six rounds outside, sunny freaking day. 80 plus degree freaking weather in Denver, Colorado, in an unair conditioned room with metal ceilings and cinder block walls. We finally get to move inside because we've reduced low enough people that we can now fit in the store for the last round of Swiss. Hello? Not really behind you, but yes, I knew I knew you were six and zero. Make lots of noise. I did make lots of noise. I'm like, that's that's a five store winner. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it coming. I was like, he's screaming. He has four legs. You swear it's a poker tournament. What the hell? Like, swing with everything. I got four items. Go. And you got Lisa on the board. Oh, I wonder what he's gonna do. I was like, keep the man up, and you win. Yeah, but I have been in. Um, he had least, he swung for uh. Put him at seven. Yeah, he put me at seven. Four seven and put him at seven. And then uh, I had Vanquisher and Colossus, and he was at five. With four mana. He has four out. He has four mana untapped, and I swing in, and he swings back. And he says go. I had thought he's in my new Eclipse command. I had better response in hand. So I'm like, you come back step. He's like, tap four, hockey down. I'm like, in response, counting your spell. He's like, what do you think? What? I thought I was, I thought I was what? What? <laughs> <laughs> What's he playing? Hey, six on that. It's six on six. Rogue, baby. It's got three different tribes in it because he can't make up his mind. I should point out that this tournament has been run with a ruling on Court of Notions that lets you to play any card on the graveyard that's an all-metal card for either the casting cost or the evoke cost instead of just the casting cost which has been some additional abuses by us elemental players and we've gone through all these rounds and it's been ruled that way by the head judge but now that um, who happens to be a level 2 Luke but now um, that Mike King has heard of people talking about this ruling and how it's given us you know benefits uh, he's questioning the accuracy of that ruling, however, because Luke was the head judge, he's ruled it the way he's been ruling it, so therefore the tournament stands, unless he changes his mind, I guess, in the last round of Swiss, it's kind of crappy. But, uh, nonetheless, I'm sure it'll be clarified very soon on the actual use of Forty Notions. So, well, apparently Paul wins his match by the uh, unlikeliness of his opponent becoming DQ'd for having multiple cyborgs. Yes, multiple cyborgs. I.e., they caught him having a boss with multiple cyborgs. Because basically a box of a bunch of cards. And, you know, that seems like a really dumb way to get caught, especially in front of the judges. So, they caught him. So, at the end of the day, Paul finished 11th. After Swiss, I finished 13th after Swiss, and Ashby finished first after Swiss. Ashby's now been playing against the one guy he smashed earlier, and who's not real thrilled with his matchup. But he's playing Elementals, which is not exactly the greatest matchup for for uh, Ashby either. So, however, 
13th place also put me at the bottom of the prizes. So, something, you know, at least it's something. And if I would have not donked, or if I would not allowed myself to be cheated out of a match, and, and or, uh, and then proceed to get top deck out of that ma- uh, same match, I fought a really hard one and I lost the guy who came in second place, and that's Matt Delonto. Well, well, I'm pretty happy with the overall results. As it turns out, the last GPT in Colorado is not next week. It's tomorrow. So me and Paul are now talking about making the extra drive up from the Springs for the extra hour heading north again to hit the GPT tomorrow after this event's over with. I should point out that my primary tiebreaker was identical to the guy below me. I just happened to beat him on secondary tiebreakers by 4%. Which means I win more games than him. Or one, I lost less games than him throughout the day. Today's a new day. It's a Sunday. It's the 20th. Came up the long month for BGQ. Or not BGQ, uh, GBT for Denver. Uh, time's running low. This is the last GBT between now and the event itself. That uh, is within driving range. So I came up here. Bradford, who uh, decided to sleep in, and who's to always give me crap about sleeping in occasionally or being, quote, late. Well, he slept in this time, so I don't want to hear any more from him. So I left him back in the springs, had a period so I wouldn't be late. Came across a couple old friends I've not seen in a while, like Joel Barnes, who's apparently getting back into magic slowly, and uh, a couple others. Uh, we got five rounds. It looks like around 28-ish people who showed up for this GBT. I just finished round one. Uh, some guy who apparently, I don't know if he just moved out here or if he's picking up magic, but I never heard of him before. He didn't know who I was. So, anyways, I introduced him to the MTG cast network some after he uh, decided to annihilate me playing White Weenie and Nothing But Planes and Mirror Weave and Leeches and uh, Spirit Tokens and the uh, Burlington Coat Factory guy, Burlington Forge Tender. So he basically beat me down with my elemental deck. I... He had exactly what he needed at the right time to, to push through everything he needed. So not a lot I can do. He also had that 5-5 guy that comes into play and champions the dude and has first strike vigilance and can block anybody. So, But, yeah, it was a nice sunny drive up. It takes about two hours from the springs for me to drive here to the store. So it came up. Not a good way to start off round one with a loss, though. But we'll see. Um, it looks like there's only a handful of fairy decks here. And I would say half this field is a green-based deck of some kind. Be it green-white or green-black, but it's green-based. It's a lot of green. So we'll see how the day goes. Well, another interesting idea I see is there's two nearly model red sly decks in this field running a ton of burn. And the red lieges. One of them is the red-green liege. The other one is the red-black liege. But, you know, it's... Seems good. The red-green version of that deck had Cloud Thrusher's main, but not enough green to cast on the Silk Sight. And the red-black version of those have Demigods of Revenge in there, which is going to be pain in the ass. Uh, I played Kenny York round two with a really interesting Clash-based deck, where he kept casting Recross the Pass, he kept casting the one that draws a card, the one that counters, a, uh, not counters a spell, but the, basically we had that one in there, he had couple different spells, different cards, do all kinds of crazy stuff. Basically just trying to build up a massive amount of mana in play and massive numbers of cards drawing and clashing darn near every turn to get out enough mana to cast his Ona and Cloud Thrushers for the win. So it was kind of interesting. Um, I gained a new respect for, for Cross the Pass because I, uh, I lost something like 12 out of 14 clashes against that card, which was really annoying. So, but in the end, I uh, ended up winning the match, both cases. Uh, first one, I was able to respond to his 
cloud. I, I cast a, he had a cloud thrasher. He responded with a cloud thrasher, killing something of mine. And then next turn, he put a second cloud thrasher. Which I responded to cloud thrasher, killing him in the process. <laughs> so it got kind of crazy, but the Revlars was huge against him. Then game two was uh, basically me taking out all the good stuff from the car with a random mind shatter. So you won that one. And uh, yeah, I won the match. Taking out the stuff with his, random, his hand with a random mind shatter, taking out the card drawing cards, and then kind of left them dead because he drew no, no counter spells. And eventually, I got I just hard cast a horde, expected to be countered. It didn't get countered, and then he killed it. So I just reanimated and attacked, and eventually won with it. So it was good though. It was crazy deck he had there. I put in my I'll be putting in recrosses now for my next Friday night magic deck. Well, long day, long months. I uh, played three rounds, ended up one two, and at this point. I uh, am leaving. I'm not going to continue to rack my stats because it's a two and a half hour drive back to where I live. And there's plenty of time in the day so I can go down there, grab my laundry, and go meet up with mom and dad for dinner. Blah, blah, blah. Make, make at least a day of something. Um, basically, this last match I played Fairies. Wrecked him game one with a uh, turn two smoke raider. He killed. Turn three, cast another smoke raider. Show a untapped... Uh, Primal Beyond, which, and I went first, by the way. Untap Primal Beyond, I show him my Cloud Thrasher so he knows I have it. I sit on it, get the six mana. He's got four mana. I cast it in step. He counters it with Cryptic. I untap, drop Horde, go to town for the, for the win. Game two. Uh, similar setup, except that the Horde of Notions in hand, I have the impromptu raid in my hand from the sideboard. Because its purpose in life is to, quote, crush fairies by uncounterable creature spells. Well, I played the game pretty well. I don't think I made any major flaws. Um, I did get a Horde of Notions to play, which eventually got sword. I had a, a Cloud Thresher. The same setup, I had the, the Smoke Raider, got countered Cloud Thresher intentionally. To bring out Horton, uh, to bring out the Infantry Raid. Uh, eventually, I got a Horton Notions in the play. However, every activation of Infantry Raid, all five, got me a Vivid Land into my graveyard, and nothing into my actual deck or no actual play to do any good. So eventually, I don't draw well enough. He sowers a pair of uh, my Cloud Threshers and. Uh, Eventually, that ends up swinging the game around in his favor. On my turn, game three, I uh, get a Cloud Thresher countered. I get one to resolve, and eventually does stuff, does stuff. He runs out of very low in cards in hand. I decide to take a shot with Impromptu Raid, get Impromptu Raid in play. All right, I now have Impromptu Raid. First activation... Wistmare off the top of my deck, taking out my impromptu raid. Nice coin flip deck. Nice coin flips. Noting though that that was my third Wistmare. I've seen that game. The first one took out a bitter blossom. The second one was just sitting in my hand, and that third one came off the deck to take out my own impromptu raid. And shortly thereafter, the fourth one did show up. Anyways, eventually I had three Wistmares in play that were playing defense for a while, and I don't know. I, Apparently I uh, suck at coin flips because 
in the end, my impromptu raid basically cost me my own match against Ferries, leaving me at a 1-2 and two status, and since there's a lot of time of the day and a lot of drive back, and I can get stuff done and get, to get some laundry going, I am taking this opportunity to not pad my, uh, my win-loss stats any, any further and uh, head on south home. You know, some days I do really well, like yesterday where I placed 5-2 and two and should have made top 8. Um, if I would have had a little bit, not less luck, but if I would have played more attention to what I was doing, I would have made top 8. And in this case, I uh, had the complete opposite happen in the deck completely crap on itself, on, on itself and, and give me the, the foot in the ass. So, alright, this is Otwell signing off.